Hello everybody, Ben Rogers here, the Raptors Digest, breaking down a potential another undrafted star for the Toronto Raptors. Now, I know what a lot of people are saying, you know, Champagny came out in this first game of preseason, dropped 17 points, 11 rebounds, I, I believe those are the stats from game one, if I'm not mistaken, off the top of the dome, am I? Uh, 17 points, 40% from three, 10 rebounds, three assists, two steals, 16 plus minus five fouls, but really did a lot. Did (laughs) more than expected. Yeah, more than expected the first game and come and see in this video saying undrafted star. Are we overreacting to game one of the preseason? Potentially. But this summer when we signed Justin Champagny to an undrafted contract following the draft, once we looked into this guy, we were very intrigued about this guy's skill set. But there were question marks about what sort of skills would actually translate to the NBA. Right? Would the shooting be able to transfer over? Would his ridiculous rebounding uh, be able to translate into uh, you know against the pros, where he's only a six-six guard and averaged a ridiculous amount of rebounds in college? But Riker, after game one of the preseason, those question marks. They're, they're not necessarily gone away, but it's very encouraging to start off this young man's bright career. Well, people hate us when we overreact to things. This is going to fall definitely into that category. But what is interesting is he's a bit of a curious case, isn't he? Yeah. Because coming from Pittsburgh, I don't know what division that is. I think it's the um, ACC or I don't think it's Pac-12, but it's competitive college basketball. Mm-hmm. And he averaged... As a guard, six foot six, 11 rebounds per game. And we said that seems to be his sticking 11 and 18, 18 points per game. Like this dude, he put up numbers. But we said if if his if his whole MO, his whole role, role is going to be to come in and grab rebounds as a six six guard, that surely isn't going to translate over. And that's exactly what he did is he grabbed 10 rebounds in the preseason debut. And on top of that, he shot well above his career three-point averages, which is hovers around 30%, low 30s, even high 20s at times in his career. So he shot 40%. I mean, this he has the makings of a 3 and D guy, Ben. So, I mean, we'd never have great luck with 3 and D guys, but he could potentially crack the roster. Well, it's looking like we are getting some luck now with uh, the young guys coming in in terms of those 3D players. And I think that's a thing of the past. We, I'm in the process of getting rid of the Damari Carroll Gold Star Award. We're, we're officially switching it over to the Golden Kazoo, but that's what you're referring to. And those likes of players with the 3D players. Shout out Scrambles. Shout out Scrambles coming up with these names. But, Riker... You, you you just brought it up. He has an unorthodox style of play, but from game one, it seemed to translate. And it's not just the rebounding numbers, because we've seen guards artificially inflate their, their rebounding stats all the time now in today's NBA. The offenses are sort of set up, so the defensive rebounds just fall in the guard's hand, so it's easier to get out in transition. Fair enough, but it inflates those triple-doubles. Champagne was there getting into the mix with the Philadelphia 76ers centers and power forwards, grabbing, yanking down offensive rebounds in traffic. And whether he's putting them back up or kicking them out, he was making the right decisions and he was hustling for those moments. Him and Scotty Barnes really just just made a living down there on the offensive rebounds in that first game. Now, I know Joel Embiid's not out there on the court for Philadelphia, but they did have Andre Drummond, who you can say a lot about him. He can definitely get rebounds. If any, if there's anything he can do, he can certainly get rebounds. So if we're going to have one of those energy players come in, 
get him way, get his way, make his way onto the court because we'll talk about his potential in the rotation now this season and then figuring out if he's more of a long-term piece for this team or a guy that can have an impact right away. However, if you can play defense and you can get extra possessions for this Toronto Raptors squad, you're making Nick Nurse's lineups. You're making the squad. And Riker, we're, we're, what are we, four minutes into this video and we have a new animation, new new segment cooked up just just for this guy, Champagne. Uh, Champagne, yeah. right. yeah, yeah. he's already got a nickname. He's already going to be a fan favorite, Riker, with the hair, the energy, the three-point shooting going down, right? The, the potential's there, right? We don't want to overreact to one game of preseason, but will he have an opportunity to show what he has on the court this season and make his way into the rotation? No, and... This list right here. Gotta flex my list that we made during our live watch along. By the way, tune into the next live watch along on this coming Thursday when we play the 76ers again. But here's the challenge is how much can we attribute of his game to luck and to being the guy that's taking those shots, right? Because you look down the list of our deep bench, anybody could take volume shots and on a given night make them, right? Svima Hyluk. Dragic if he really wanted to. Boucher didn't even play, right? Watanabe, everybody wants him to crack the roster, right? He didn't take a lot of shots. Decker didn't even play. Bonga looked awesome in his final six minutes of the game. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if people are looking at Champagne saying, he got his. Time for me to get my shots up because there's only limited amount of spots. We have a depth issue that there's just too many guys. It's a fantastic issue to have. But I'm not taking away from Champagne. I'm just saying I don't want to count him as a lock because I'm looking at the rest of our deep bench saying, I hope that they want to play with as much sort of, you know, pressure on their backs, knowing that they could be on the chopping block. Yep. Well, the the, the question marks with Champagne now is, can he provide the offense consistently night in, night out? 17 mm -hmm. points per game, that's hard to keep up. And obviously that's not what we're asking for a guy coming in as an undrafted rookie. It took Fred VanVleet a whole year to really get his wits about him and get actual meaningful playoff minutes. I know he had that one game against Chicago in his rookie season where he balled out, but it really wasn't until his second year where he was leading the charge for the bench mob, right? Our, young, our, our late draft picks, they usually take a year or two to, to blossom, but if that offense can translate and you pair that with the defense, which I think the defensive rebounding, he certainly has an edge over a, a Svi Mikhailuk, who, you know, is, is a more well-rounded scorer, a more polished offensive player, I believe we'd all agree at this point, just from watching But this him play is where we can have an argument yep. is, are you saying you'd rather have a spot-up guy who is a better defender than a guy who can create more offense off the bench and sacrifice a bit of the D? Because... If I'm comparing who I'd want to get minutes between Mihailuk and Champagny, I'm picking Mihailuk all day because we can, you know, you can put him on a lineup with Burns and Boucher and Birch and a bunch of long defenders. At least he's one of those kind of slasher instant bucket, maybe. I don't, I don't want to get ahead of myself with Mihailuk well, either. I mean, he's bounced around in the, the Pistons, NBA, but... right? Those are bad teams, but he, he does have that potential. I mean, the Raptors, they're a bad team until they prove themselves otherwise as well because we were bottom <laughs> of the East last year. But this is the thing is that's the question I want to ask. What would Champagne's role even be? Is it three and D at that two spot? Is it positionless? Like, do we have enough shot creation? Because he's obviously coming off the bench. Do we have enough shot creators that we can have just a spot up guy? Or does he, did, did you flash enough? in this uh, first preseason game that you think he could create a couple shots off the dribble maybe? Well, 
He definitely showed a, a scoring polish there, at least in one game. It looked a lot better than sort of what we saw throughout Summer League and obviously what we projected coming in. And, you know, that's not to overreact. I don't want to put all the emphasis on this one single game. He, he's not the offensive player of Svi right now from at this point when you compare their entire bodies of work. Delano Banton's also a guy that's that's long, wiry, can play the defense, and impressed a lot. He looked more raw than uh, than Champagny, certainly in this game, Definitely. but he has a more potential for blocking shots and among such things. But rebounding wise, Champagny still has an edge over him there, right? It's a it's it's going to be a tough, tough battle for for these types of. These these deep bench guys, I'm sure as the, the preseason winds its way out and all of these guys get consistent run in the last couple games of preseason and earn their spots, we'll see who actually firstly makes the team. And people are saying, Champagne, is he going to make the roster? He's on a two-way contract. He's not getting cut. So it's a it's really up to Ishmael Wainwright, Bonga, Decker, Gillespie, and Utah, but Utah's going to make the, make the squad. And uh, Reggie Perry, all those guys are fighting for the actual guaranteed roster spots. Champagne's going to be there. Right, but it's whether or not he'll actually get minutes in his first season or next. So I, I think we're this is just gonna be a consistent topic of discussion. Minutes this year. I think after one game, you know, you and I aren't aren't sure if I are gonna say he's gonna have a breakout season his rookie year, which really it takes it takes a, a while. And he's on a two way contract for a reason to really develop that offensive game and all that. But from what we saw in this from summer league, college, and now the fact that we've seen at least on one occasion the rebound can translate against a team with an Andre Drummond in the paint. The long-term potential of this guy is what I'm really sort of salivating at because the jumper does look clean, right? He knocked down a couple a couple of tray yeah. balls in, the, in that game last night. The defensive potential's there. The handle didn't look too bad, right? If you just sort of bring it all together, you add the slashing ability a little bit, you polish it up, get him used to a Raptor system. Long-term, this could be an undrafted steal for the Toronto Raptors. What's your player comparison? I don't know if there is one. I, I I know uh, there's there's one uh, there's one guy back in the day used to post up as a as a guy just in terms of the offensive rebounding. But the, ha, do have we heard of a six six guard that's not you know a big brute like Charles Barkley or something like that getting ten eleven rebounds a game that can space the floor from three? He's him Delano Banton Ishmael Wainwright. All these guys we brought in are very unorthodox players, which I, I enjoy watching, even just aesthetically, whether it works out or not. Yeah, I mean, short. There's lots of short rebounders, but they're just like the Dennis Rodman, Ben Wallace types. Yeah, but they're he's not like that proper. You know, he's not like that at all. So he is an interesting mold or a mold to himself, and I I don't know I. Long term, because I can't conceptualize what his career in the NBA is going to look like because it is so strange, I'm not sure how excited I can be by it because, you know, the spot just isn't there for him this season, right? If, if we look at the locks that we've decided, you know, the, the last couple guys at the end, of, you know, it's V, Banton, Watanabe, Champagny, Decker, Gillespie, Wainwright, Bonga, and Perry. You know, I, I don't know if, I, and only two of those could be the 11th and 12th man. I don't know if I pick Champagny out of those seven or eight that I just mentioned. So we'll, we'll see what happens, but I, I am very excited about this guy. And that said, it is a pretty nice animation. The, the more animations and, and things that we can uh, do, it, you know, the more you want those guys to play so we can play the animations. Yeah. No, uh, yeah. All right. The, yeah, the, yeah. The buttons for clicking on the keyboard aren't set up yet that... 
that efficiently, but uh, you can manually click it on there. But I don't know. I'm pretty high on the guy, and obviously, if he continues to put up 17 and 11 in preseason games, you know, the spot is going to be there for him this season. That's it, true. That's yeah. true. These if you're guys putting up plus 15, that's going to happen, yeah. Yeah, no, without a doubt, but we can't expect that night in, night out, but maybe we will come to expect it from Champagny, but let us know what you guys think. I'm I'm bullish on him long-term. This season, it'll take a, long, a while for our two-way undrafted guys to really find their footing, but with that unorthodox style of play, definitely star potential is... We don't even know what to describe this guy, I guess, with his uh, career trajectory. He's really nothing we've ever really seen before out there on a basketball court. Let us know if you've got any solo player comparisons down below. But you guys are the best for making this far. Check out the Instagram, the TikTok, all that cool stuff. You can now get your merch. Get your merch, get your merch. It's in the comment section below. You can become a member of the Raptors Digest channel as well. Lots of fun perks if you click on a... If you click on the join membership, it should be right below the video. I know some people in different countries, it's it's not showing up for some people or not. So that's uh that's some feedback we've gotten there. But you know, if you want to join, we appreciate the support regardless. The animation thanking everyone that uh that joined the the membership last podcast. It's coming it's gonna be here mid this week, and then we'll be shouting out every member as they come along. So that animation will be delivered on. We wanna give everyone their shout-outs, but you guys are the best. The outro's getting longer, right? We're, we're delivering more stuff. Do you have any last words on Justin Champagny, future undrafted star? Champagny Poppy. Champagny Cheers. Poppy. Let's let's get this animation one more time before we sign it off. Oh, it's not going to replay. We got to sign it off. <laughs>